0: This podcast is part of the Midwest Podcast Network. Find out more about our other shows and how to
1: support our network at MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Are you into competitive gaming? Would you like to make a few bucks while doing so? If so, check out Gamersaloon.com. Gamersaloon.com hosts tournaments for games like Call of Duty, Rocket League, Mortal Kombat, Overwatch, and more. Sign up at Gamersaloon.com and use our promo code MGNPOD. That's M-G-N-P-O-D, and you can help us keep making this totally sweet podcast. For more information, check out Gamersaloon.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today are Brian and Alex. Hello. It is the end of 2017, and we are about to throw down our top fives of the year, as well as a bunch of random superlatives. I bet, Alex, that if he can get 80% of my superlatives list, that I would pay for all the Ernie sandwiches that we just consumed. So we'll have to see how that goes. But before we get to all of that, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. And as always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Twitch, as well as rate and review us on your favorite pod catcher. So the way this is going to work, we're going to run down our top fives one at a time, starting at five and working way to one. And then after that, we're going to go through our list of superlatives. And uh, at that point, we'll see if Alex has won the glory of guessing my list of superlatives. It's a pretty good list.
0: Yeah, I think it's pretty simple. I'm wondering if I picked any that you'll be like, oh, actually, that is a better answer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. All right. So let's start with number five. Who wants to go? I'll go. Okay. What's your number five, Brian? Super Mario Odyssey. Okay.
2: Why'd you put it at number five? Because, I mean, it might be better than some of the games higher up on my list, but I just... It See, wasn't the most fun game I played all year. You okay. Know. It's not number one for me. You made but that distinction last year that your top five is the games that you had the most
0: fun with. Pretty much, yeah. I, I I'm also not, not
2: going by what I feel is the most well-designed the game. quality. These yeah, are my that, I mean, top that's, five.
1: That's kind of how I roll, too. With my so, own, so, I
2: mean, that's, like, the fifth funnest game that I played all year, yeah. in my opinion. Cool.
3: Yeah. I can respect that. At least that. today.
2: Yeah. It might change tomorrow. Might have been different a week ago. But, yeah, it's an awesome game. You guys played it. I did. We all finished it. So, yeah. Indeed. You know what it's about. I think most listeners know what it's about. I think
1: anybody who's actually played it will agree that it, it is like a fantastic game. It's
2: just so, a, a really you, solid 3D platformer, aside from the fact that I can't figure out where I'm jumping half the time. <laughs> did you do any more past the end game? I mean, I went to the kingdom that gets unlocked. I don't know if I want to spoil that for anybody okay. who hasn't played. All right. But uh, that was pretty cool. I screwed around in there for a little while. Um, but beyond that, no, I didn't really play okay. any further. There's still a lot of the game oh, left, yeah, for sure. so when you yeah. get that itch, you should go back and take a look. Yep. Yeah, uh, I was just trying to move on and play all the other games that I should have played this year before yeah. playing more of that. That's fair.
0: Yep. Indeed. Alex? My number five uh, is a game called Near
1: Automata. Nier Automata. Interesting. It's also like the last game that you played.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing, is that I, I didn't get through as many of the endings as I wanted to. I really only finished the one, uh, and that's why I think it's number five, because I really love the ideas that it holds. I like how meta textual it is. I like how much thought went into designing the game, but I'm also... It, the, the combat, to me, isn't really that much fun. And the upgrade mechanics for your weapons and things in the game. Like, I don't feel like I'm getting the items that I need to upgrade my weapons when I need to be getting them. Yeah. So I don't know if it's how I'm playing the game or if it's just the way that the game wants me to experience it or Maybe not. Maybe the game's playing you. It, that's I, And if there's any game that's going to be playing me, it's going to be this one. Yeah. Like, that's for sure. But it's a fantastic game. I think it's something that anybody who's interested in, like, the themes of, like, consciousness and and androids and and ai and that kind of thing machines versus humans all that stuff i think everybody should should check this kind of game out
1: so i know i know you didn't this isn't going to be on your list of superlatives but i'd assume this would be the most kojima game that's not kojima right oh yeah yeah Yeah. most japanese game (laughs) (laughs) most japanese game ever actually probably not ever there's probably a few that are more japanese but most japanese game that you've played yeah this year yeah yeah For sure, right on. Um, My number five
2: is PUBG. Oh wow! Yeah, Uh, because half the time you're like really into it, and then other times you're like, I hate this game. It's stupid.
1: (laughs) Well, it's. I mean, I get that way with every game, but it's really just. uh, It was a game that I didn't didn't really know how I would feel about it, but after playing it, I like playing it, and it's a game where if someone like any of you guys are like, hey, I'm hopping on PUBG, I'd be like, oh fuck yeah, I'm gonna join and then I would jump in and do it and I would have a good time whether or not we actually win or whatever like it's just fun to play and especially like on PC because it works f- so much better on PC it's fun to play but even like last weekend we played with Jason for a while and it was a ton of fun on yeah. Xbox like so even though it's not quite polished yet on Xbox it's still a ton of fun I really enjoy it uh it's for 30 bucks you can't really go wrong with this game I feel I still so. haven't
0: tried out the Xbox version but uh this is certainly the year of, of PUBG.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it, I had to put it on my list. I felt like it was something, you know, most of the games on my list are games that, like, kind of hit me in a way that I didn't expect them to. Yeah. So, and I really enjoyed PUBG, so. All right. Uh, Brian, what's your number four? Neo. Neo. Yeah. Number
2: four. I was really obsessed with that game when it came out and I didn't expect that after playing the demo last year, I think the demo dropped, I want to say. Yeah, it was uh, um I just I was kind of immediately turned off by it for some reason, but then like listening to you guys talk about it made me really want to try it and I was just yeah, like I couldn't stop thinking about that game and playing it as much as I could for a while. For sure. Like I think up until Horizon Zero Dawn and uh they also Zelda made a lot of changes after that beta from player feedback,
0: too. So okay, it, I yeah. think it is literally a better playing I game. I just,
2: like, I really. It, I was obsessed with it in the same ways as I was with uh, Bloodborne and um, Dark Souls. But I felt like anytime I got stuck in that game, it was just me not playing well enough. Yeah. It wasn't me trying to figure out what the fuck the game wants me to do combat wise because that's my biggest problem with bloodborne dark souls all those games is i can't figure out what i'm supposed to be doing in the combat half the time and they don't yeah. give you enough time to figure it out but uh neo is a little more transparent and yeah. i love the skill tree the different weapons are a blast like they really yep. change up the gameplay um yeah i just i enjoy the gameplay of that actually more
1: yeah i really i love the stances in that—that's yeah, like yeah—that's a great. Being able to change addition. your playstyle depending on the enemy you're attacking or like what exactly you're trying to do, like it's—it's it's a game that involves a lot of finesse, and they do it really well. And it like it—it it made me
0: feel like I was getting technically good at a game. Yes. Yeah, like for even, sure. Like even though that level of depth is certainly there in Bloodborne and Dark Souls, this game—it felt like this game. Eased you into it more, and mm-hmm. did maybe hold your hand a little bit better, and maybe that's why I enjoyed it yeah. more than those other games. But
3: for sure,
2: yeah, it's bosses good. were pretty badass too. The, the ones yeah. that I actually fought, like Bloodborne and Dark Souls Three, I still haven't finished. Neo, yep, exactly. I'll go back to it again eventually. I actually just I repurchased Bloodborne
1: uh, Game of the Year Edition because it was like thirteen dollars on playstation store oh really because i gave jason my hard copy of the regular game yeah and i i was like i want to have this game to go back to when i have the time and so i bought the game of the year edition because it's 13 bucks you can't really go wrong yeah for sure so i feel i feel neil will probably be the same sort of thing alex what's your
0: number four my number four is a game called super mario odyssey interesting uh it is the best mario game that it can be uh, and and I say this in this language because uh, later on my list I will I will talk about another game, but this this game feels like the best game that I knew it could be. Yeah, it's not surprising in any particular way because I knew it was going to be this good, but it really is this good. So I, I and and I I it's a very very fun Mario game. It's a Mario game that made me want to keep playing, and I do eventually want to get all the moons. and I'm at like 750 or something That's like ridiculous. that. That's ridiculous. But it's, um, it's a great title for the Switch in its first year, and I'm I was just very happy with it, and, and I think it's a very solid uh, number four for sure. So,
1: I think I'm going to disappoint a lot of people with my number four. It's Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. And that's not saying Breath of the Wild isn't deserving of a higher placement. I just f- had other games I wanted to give a little more credit to. I put Breath of Breath of Wild made my top five because of the fact that it is a game that it's literally one of the best games I think I've ever played. Yeah, uh, you can literally do anything you want to do in it. Anything you see, you can get anywhere you want to go. You can go there. It's it it is a game full of endless possibilities I feel like even though they just did announce that they're done with it like it is done they're not making any more content yeah. for it they're moving on to the next Zelda game blah 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 it is it is a really good game it doesn't need any more Every, content no i really there's too much content there's almost. too much content like i i beat the game i beat ganon and i had 24.6% of the game yeah. done and i was like hold up there's still 3 quarters of this game left I don't think I can do it. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's the thing, is that everywhere you go, everywhere you go, the hardest places to reach, um, they all have something there for you to find
2: and do. Yeah, it's all rewarding. Yeah, which is remarkable for how big of a game. If finding another Korok seed is that rewarding to you, then yes, but...
0: Well, and (laughs) No, but that's the thing. Yeah. So the Korok seed... In- in- inherently, with how many there are, it's frustrating, and and that like that it's not the best reward for something, but the fact that there's like a little puzzle or something for yeah. you to do. Like for me, the reward is finishing the puzzle or figuring out what I need to do to get the core. Yeah, seed. it's
1: not just like you don't just go somewhere and there's like nothing there, and other than like a pretty view. Like there's there's always something to do in that game. Yeah, true, and that's 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 intriguing and. And, uh, you know, worth celebrating in and of itself. So. For sure. Brian, number three.
2: The Legend of Zelda. Oh. Breath of the
0: Wild. That's interesting, because it's my
2: number three I as just well. changed oh, it at the last at minute, actually, because I was thinking about it more, about games I've spent a lot of time with and yeah. what I've had fun with. And uh, I actually didn't spend a ton of time with that game compared to, like, you guys. I spent... Well over 20 hours, I'm sure, which is nothing for Zelda. But, um, oh, there's a game I totally forgot about. <laughs> I just realized it should be on my list somewhere.
0: Make a superlative for it. Start over. <laughs> game I forgot
2: should have been on my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Try not to forget. But anyways, um, yeah, there are just too many good games this year, to be honest. Um, but Breath of the Wild was just... A breath of fresh air, honestly. <laughs> it was just a lot different and it, for an open world game, it was oh, yeah. totally different. It was it didn't have any of the like Ubisoft uh the game tropes in it. It does, so, but it does them better. Well, yeah, yeah, Um but I do have issues with it. Like I it if I'm in certain areas and I have a goal in mind I really enjoy it, you know, and I'll keep playing it for hours. But yeah. a lot of times I'll load it up and I'll be like, I don't remember what the hell I was doing. And I'm wandering and I'm like, I can't find my fucking horse because it's across the map somewhere. So I'm just stuck on foot and it takes forever to get where I want to go. And I'm only finding things like Korok seeds or I'm halfway up a mountain and it starts raining and I slide back down and it ruins everything for me. Just that happens a lot. In that game. And that's a problem for me. But beyond that, it's just very well designed. And it's a lot of fun. It just doesn't hold my attention as much as some of the other games on my list. I never used a horse in that
0: game. Ever? Like, I got on a horse maybe twice in my
2: 95 hours. I really like my I horses. I, I have, I think, four of them. And and that, I, named uh, them yeah, all. I thought the
1: horse riding was great.
0: That's, that's fantastic. But that's the thing is that like the fact that we can all do whatever we wanted to in that game and play it the way that we wanted to, I think is a testament. This game has blown the doors off of Zelda in a way that Super Mario Odyssey did not do for Mario. And that's kind of what I was getting at with the way that I I said that. This game exceeds my expectations for what a Zelda game should be. And it is... Altogether, as a whole package, I think it's fantastic. I think the story is very light, and I don't really love that. But I love how much it affords you to play the game at your pace and do what you want to yeah. do, and and just have fun playing the parts of
2: the game that you want to interact with. I I love the like my favorite part of the game is the shrines that actually have a puzzle. Yeah. My least favorite part would be the combat, combat shrines. Period. Mm. I just don't like the combat in the game. I try to go out of my way to avoid all the combat I can because I I don't know, I just don't enjoy it for some reason.
0: Once I got stronger weapons and I knew that I could like go and find stronger weapons as often as I needed to, I i relaxed on that a that lot. that seems totally random to me i haven't figured out where the strong weapons are well, and where they're not the interesting thing is and like the secret to it for me at least is that like you can go into the
2: castle whenever you want and get the highest level weapons and then leave and come back and i regen. can't get to the castle without dying from a guardian chasing me all the way across the plains. Well, you
0: just need to get good
1: you gotta get your sneak armor
0: but hmm. regardless it's it's a it's it's the best of what it's the best of Zelda, and it's not what I could have thought Zelda could ever become. Yeah, and so you know, truly beautiful to look at too. Yeah, for sure. And and the music that's in there, and maybe a little to, sparse, yeah. but it, it is awesome. fantastic. Yeah. So um, I
1: per- I particularly like the horse music, which you don't really.
0: I don't even know. I couldn't even tell. It you was what It was
1: just this really dancy piano, like really. It was very Stephen Reich like stripped down, simplistic, like diddly piano part that just yeah. kind of plays over and over while you're galloping. And it's just like it just made you it made you feel good about being on a horse. And yeah, then the I music guess, uh, obviously Alex when you wouldn't in, know much about yeah, that, right? When you get into combat <laughs> or whatever on the horse, like the music changes or and whatnot, but it's still like that's I liked how adaptive the music was to the situations. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, uh, combat on the horse was fantastic. I actually think Assassin's Creed Origins ripped off of that with their bow work on right. the when you're on the back of the camel and yeah. you're using your bow and stuff like that. I think the, uh, it worked better in Zelda personally. Um, yeah, the the and I liked having to like kind of train your horse to like listen to you and behave properly. I like the game is so into itself; it's just fantastic. So, yeah, cool. No, it's great. My number three is Farpoint. Ah, um, Farpoint. For those who don't know, is a VR game for PSVR that came with the Aim controller, which is the gun-shaped controller. Mm-hmm. This is exactly the sort of game I wanted VR to to bring about. Like this sort, like the peripheral is perfectly made, and even though it was made for the game, it's being used in other games now too, which is awesome. I want to see more of this. This is like this spawned a next level of VR for me, and I and I really. Uh, I, the story, the narrative I thought was fantastic in that game. I actually like felt for the characters in it. Uh, the first half of the game is probably the best portion. Uh, the last half is kind of not so much in terms of that, just because I didn't really like, uh, I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, but if you have a a PSVR, it is worth picking up Farpoint. If not for the game, the peripheral itself is fantastic to have. Yeah. Except
2: you can't really use it with any other games. You can use it with every
1: game. You can play any game using that controller, but it just doesn't use the motion controls. It still has joysticks and stuff on it and well, triggers. And, well, yeah. But also, I mean, there are several games, like Arizona, Arizona Sunshine, Sunshine uses, uses it. it yeah, okay. uh,
0: there's several other shooters that Sony's putting out that are going to use it, too, like uh, the Bravo Team game, Yeah, oh, like a cool. squad-based shooter. That
2: definitely seems like one you'd want it for. I yeah. wouldn't want to play that game with a move controller, It is for sure. It is
0: the... Like, any game that comes out on PSVR that it ha- is a shooter needs to use that thing. Yeah, it's fantastic. It, it is a, it is a level of immersion. Like it, it just gives you so. It gets you so much more immersed just in the game. The
1: first time you get into Farpoint and you're holding the gun in your hands and you see the gun on the screen, like and you twist it and you can turn it and look at every angle of the yeah. gun is like that's. There's something about that yeah. that like. It was just it felt good mm-hmm. and I want more of that. Yeah. So.
2: That's like what all the games are like with the touch controllers and for the Oculus, it's like you can turn the gun around, see everything. Yeah, I you mean you, two can, of them. you can do it in cool. in like
1: Rush of Blood or whatever with the two handguns and the move controllers. Like that's cool. But like it was I just it move just move f-
2: controllers don't feel anything like it's, you're holding. That's the thing. It's, it's like holding <laughs> when you're right.
1: holding. Well, even with the two touch controllers, if you're holding the two touch controllers on the Oculus and you have a two-handed gun, yeah. your hands are well, loose. No, I,
2: yeah, I haven't.
3: Yeah, right. I haven't, like, I haven't are played there any games, games like that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's so always, like, like, for, for me to,
1: to have a to have a, a gun peripheral where I can actually pull it up to my face and aim down the sight and yeah. like use that to like shoot. Like I want every house of the dead and time crisis and every rail shooter from every single arcade yeah, in the that, world. That seems
2: like a no brainer. That's like easy money to just port yeah. that
1: sniper scope. I mean, come on. Like yeah. I want all of those games made for PSVR to use that controller with. And without Farpoint. we wouldn't have this controller. So mm. I'm very thankful for that. And, and I want to see more of it. And that's why I put it as my number three.
2: Right. So. Number two, Brian, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds. All right. Higher up on your list. Yeah. You had a lot of fun, and you got a chicken dinner. I've spent a lot of time playing that game, and unfortunately, I only have one chicken dinner, but it is... (laughs) I have zero. Yeah, it is (laughs) my my best gaming achievement of the year, I would say. (laughs) Nice. It was very satisfying. It was, like, I think minutes before it was technically my birthday, so that was also nice. Nice. Nice but uh yeah it's I just like I've had some frustrating times for sure, and just days where I played for like hours, and all the matches were kind of bullshit, like bad luck and whatever, but other times it's just like hours of enjoyment, and i just I really appreciate games that like you can tackle a situation in whatever way you want to accomplish the goal like I mean the goal is to stay alive, but some people. I mean they'll try to hunt down everybody they can to win the game or they'll try to avoid everyone, which is probably what Alex does. <laughs> well, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I never, I, I I knew I that never a got to. I never
0: got bold enough to go after people for their loot, you know. I, I never I I didn't reach that. Point of comfortability with that game.
1: Yeah, I only like he- heading in, like, you know, guns blazing when I actually have, like, a full fully kitted
2: out gun that I feel is like... I feel well, like that's a death sentence. Like, yeah. every time I get the best gear, I end up dying shortly afterwards.
0: Yeah. It's not so much that I'm talking about being able to go into a situation guns blazing, because that typically will get you killed if you're not very careful and measured about it, but the idea that, like, I know th- there are a lot of people out there that subscribe to the
2: strategy of Instead of running away from gunfire, going to it. It really depends on my mood entirely. Yeah. And how how confident I am in my abilities that day. Whether you've got weapons that'll allow you to do things from a distance or
0: not, and that kind of stuff. And now it
2: kind of depends on uh, whether I'm playing the Xbox One or the PC One. I much prefer the PC One. Yeah. But the Xbox One affords you some leniency, I guess. Like, you can... (laughs) You can get away with a lot more as far as like trying to run up on people yeah. and not worry about someone headshotting you from two miles away. That's good. In game two miles. And it's just like, yeah, it's a totally different game really, but it's equally as fun, I would say. Yep. Um, I don't know. Just a fun game. It's, it's good number two. It's too. different. Out of all the multiplayer games that I've played over the years, I've never played anything quite like it.
1: It spawns as its janky own genre. as it
2: is. Yeah. I mean, it's. It, it is. Is,
0: is the precursor to a genre that will be big and will only oh, yeah. get bigger from here on out. For sure. Uh, my number two, speaking of the fact that this list is about the games that we've had the most fun with, uh, it is also the multiplayer game which has spawned the most stories uh, that I've had out of this year. My number two is Friday the 13th.
1: I had a feeling that would be in your list.
0: It's not the most technically sound game. No. It is not the best. It doesn't have the most polish. Uh, but. God damn it if I didn't have the most yeah. fun playing that game this year. <laughs> like, I even played more of it a couple weeks ago with Gojo and Willie, and still had fun. It's not like people are, are cheesing the, the PlayStation version or anything like that. It is just it is one of the most unique experiences that I've ever had in a game with the, the kind of, um, asymmetrical multiplayer going on, uh, the co way that the counselors can interact with each other is very interesting. The fact that the randomized locations of items can create completely different stories every time you're on it mm-hmm. is fantastic. um, the ways that you can achieve the end goal of surviving the night, whether it's running out the clock or getting the boat together Your or calling thing. the police or anything, anything, <laughs> all of these things make it such a dynamic game that I can play it like PUBG and have a new story to tell every single time. Yeah. And it's hard for me to not come on this game and tell you guys all the stories that I have. But like the other thing is that there is now, kind of a single-player experience to the game as well it's been updated with the thing called the virtual cabin where there's like puzzles to figure out oh, and really? things to experience huh. yeah
2: i haven't loaded it up in a long time because i haven't seen anyone on playing and yeah. i, I refuse to play that game with a bunch of strangers yeah no and it, that's with a large group i would say yeah like it could it's runner up for most fun multiplayer game this year yeah for sure um, but uh yeah.
0: There's also offline bots in there now, so you can play it completely offline with single player. No. And apparently the AI is not terrible. Um, and it allows you to practice as Jason or as the counselors as well. Uh, there are smaller maps that cut down the, the time that it takes to finish a game, essentially. See,
2: I, I don't need that. Yeah. Well, you don't have to play those if you don't okay. want to.
0: And they also put in a new map and a new Jason, and the new map is fucking gigantic, and it's really cool. Like, there's just so much going on in that big map. So, altogether, it's a great package. I've heard Jason X is maybe coming soon, so there might be a spaceship level two, and that's fucking awesome. That's sweet. And um, it's just a great package for the the $40 that it is. And I, I know it was rough at first, but I think... They've done a good job with it, and I think if you have a group of friends that you can play it with, it's some of the most fun that you can have. So, that's my number two, Friday the 13th.
1: My number two is Neo. Sweet.
0: My my superlatives are not correct for you, but anyway.
1: Neo, I love Neo. and it, Again, it's another game. I think I lent it to Jason, and if it goes on sale on PlayStation, I will be buying it again to have it. I had to buy it
2: digitally because there were no physical copies that I could find. Yeah. I, I think it caught
1: it caught everyone off guard. Yeah. It ended up being this game that nobody really thought much of. I think because the beta was shit. Like it was not a good beta. Like I had an awful time, and I thought I'd hate it. But then I don't remember what clicked. I think I just. Lo- I think it's just because I had Best Buy money, or I had like uh, Amazon gift card from Christmas, and I was just like. I'm just going to buy this. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it, but I'm going to get it anyways. And I did and I don't regret at all getting it because it's a game. Again, like the the best thing about it I think is the finesse. Like once you actually learn the finesse of like changing stances and like learning how to properly use your weapons for whatever situation you end up being in in that game, when you nail that, it is very rewarding to, to be able to like breeze through an area. And again, like when you when you learn an area's like enemy placement and everything and figure have that like tuned in and then you go back to the beginning of the of the area and like load up the the little shrine and then um like change your points around and everything and then jump out of the shrine to like go back into the same game area again and it resets all the enemies, now you know where they all are. Yeah, And if you figured out your finesse, you're able to breeze through that. So it's a its its own challenge of like, okay, how quickly can I bust through this area while killing every single enemy and getting every treasure and get to the boss area? And, and can I do it without getting hit, without getting seen? You know, it's, it's just, it has its own challenges that it creates for you as a player. And once you have that locked in, it, it becomes a completely different game, I think. The
0: satisfaction that I felt clearing out an area that i had once been like inching through to make sure that yeah. i wasn't gonna get stumbled like stumble upon some terrible enemies like it the satisfaction of just running around that first area with the ship and everything in it is and just dismantling everything yep i haven't felt that in another game so
1: and the bosses are so good uh, yeah. They're terribly difficult. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I think my my video I uploaded for beating the bird lady boss was like around five minutes <laughs> of straight combat. Yeah, and me sweating. I think mine was maybe
1: the no the long one that I had was the it was like the caterpillar thing, the poison caterpillar guy. I don't remember exactly. I, I upload. uploaded I uploaded all the videos. To yeah, channel. I uploaded all the. So bosses you see I fought too, but it like. It's it was the same thing with Dark Souls three where like I get to like the third or fourth boss and I'm so like I don't think I can do it like I'm so defeated and I'm like I just gotta put this down and like come back to it later and then obviously like having the podcast like we can't just like put things down like if once we put them down we put them down and then yeah. it's like we've got to move on to the next thing but I want to come back to this game because I love it so much and I and I want to keep playing so it. rusty. I'm going to be so rusty. I'm yeah. going to have to figure out all my finesse all over again, and it may be the sort of situation where I completely start over and like use different weapons and learn a different style. And th- because there are so many weapons to learn, mm-hmm. yeah, and so many different uh, the spirit animals that you can get and things like that. Like, there's just there's so much in this game.
0: It's almost like there's a good opportunity to buy the game of the year or whatever it was with all the DLC that came out on PC. Yeah, even like it might be something you it'll to probably do go on too. sale
1: on PC before it goes on sale anywhere else so yeah, I don't but, know. yeah that's that's my number two is Neo and I think it's well deserving of that place so Brian what is your number one or do we want to do superlatives now and then do our number ones at the end should have thought this over
2: no
0: I think we just, get Let's just get it. okay way. Let's all right get no that's fine I
2: mean, I'll bet it. you guys can guess what it is uh, Horizon Zero Dawn yeah
3: mm.
1: I knew I had a feeling mm. it would be and I nailed it. How, how do you feel? Like, what, what makes this game number one over all the other ones
2: on your list? I mean, that's the thing is like, I know because I play with you. The, the level of obsession was highest with that game okay. over all the others. That makes sense, yeah. That's all I did until. Like, even when Zelda came out, I sat down Horizon and I was like, okay, I'm going to play Zelda because it's new. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. But then I was still like in the back of my head. I was like, I want to know what happens in Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm going back to Horizon. There can't be that much more left. And it was like, you know, 20 or 30 hours later, I'm like, okay, I'm finally done, <laughs> mostly. Except that there's still side quests I didn't do, and that's that's. And I big... was actually excited for the DLC. Yeah, I pre-ordered it, saved myself five bucks, and I got like way more than $15 worth of value out of that. It was fantastic. It was like another good. Like, side story. It had a huge area that was the size of, like, a quarter of the game. Yeah. Added new weapons, new enemies. It was way more challenging. and But, I mean, even without that, the game is... uh, The complete package, it's perfect the way it is. Like, I have very few complaints about the game. Other than... I mean, it's an open-world game. That would be my complaint. (laughs) Yeah. So it has, like, the standard open-world... Issues, Tropes. but it does everything so well. The combat's just so good and so different that I never got bored of it. And it, I felt like rewarded for getting better at it to where, like, some of the enemies in the beginning, I thought, wow, there's no way I'm ever going to take one of those things out. I'm just yeah. going to have to avoid them. And then I got so good at taking them out. And then the DLC came out and told me I was a piece of shit, basically. And <laughs> like, oh, you're not so good. Well, I think you're good, but you have to change up your play style.
1: I mean, I, I play enough games with you that I know. You, like you, you beat a lot of games. Like you like completing the game, but yeah. you're not necessarily a completionist. Like you're not a hundred percenter all the time. Like you don't have to get I every hundred
2: percent it. But I did didn't. But a this, lot of stuff. This was the, I even picked this was up the a lot first the game that I
1: feel like I like. I watched you like play it constantly because there were th- so many things that you wanted to yeah. get and do and learn and
2: Yeah, I wanted
1: all the weapons and everything cuz they're all awesome. Um I think that's a testament to like how armor. good of a game this is for someone who doesn't really play as a completionist like you felt compelled to try and continue to get more out of yeah. it cuz you wanted cuz it was it was what was there was satisfying enough for you to want more. I was just that's kind I of really interested oxymoron, in I the suppose. world
2: and the the backstory about I mean, like how the world ended up like that and stuff was right. just awesome, and it was fun to watch it unfold. Yeah, like yeah, it was just a ton of fun. Number one, well, well designed. Spoiler alert: and there are no
0: microtransactions whatsoever. Zero. Zero. Uh, it's not. A, it's not my number one. It's not on my list actually. Uh, but it is very good, and that that I think the story is super strong. My only problem with it, and and it's a, I think it's a very personal problem, is that I just never quite figured out the the combat. Like I, I think I, I very much shotted my way through a lot of that combat without engaging and learning the traps and and using them the most. You cheated yourself because there I, were, I, I totally there were many did.
2: encounters where I didn't really fire. More than a couple shots because I had traps laid out so well. Yeah, and
0: I, I a lot of my time, like I think I was mostly uh, using the whistle, to pull weak things towards me and then kill yeah, them. I but heard then also, that you
2: could do that a lot. And I actually never used the whistle at all the yeah. whole time. So
0: like, I, I wish I I I had played through that game in a way that allowed me to engage with that combat better. And I think if I did, it probably would have made my list. But that's not
2: how it happened for me. So did. Did Tom ever finish it? He did, but he still wasn't that impressed, from what I recall. Okay, I couldn't I think, remember. I think he liked
0: it more than he thought he would, if I recall yeah. correctly, but yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, he did. He, it says, I finished it. It appears that all I needed was a break from the Ubisoft formula. Yeah, that was okay.
2: okay. So that seems somewhat positive. I knew, I knew he wrote about it. Yeah.
1: But I couldn't remember if he actually finished the game. So yeah,
2: yeah. I could understand. I mean, I actually thought it would be in your top five, but not toward the top. But yeah. I guess I was wrong. Because you it seemed would, to really enjoy it would it be.
0: time. It would be in a, in the top ten, I think, for sure. I think it would be in the top ten, but it was not a top five for me. Uh, all right. So my number one now? Yep. My number one. This game... Feels like an evolution of video gaming to me, and that's why it's my number one, and
2: it's Resident Evil 7.
0: I knew it. I haven't but
2: interacted... But specifically, you played it in VR, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Without... I feel like that's worth seeing because yeah. it's a totally different That is experience. an important
0: thing to make, but I don't think you should play it in non-VR. I think you should only play this game in VR. That's why I haven't played it yet. I'm waiting. It is phenomenal and it and it it feels like the next step of like how i would interact with games the idea that i would be too scared to play this game because it is playing directly to the fact that it's in vr and i'm hearing things and and the the monsters and and the characters are interacting with me as the human in the game. Like, it, it yeah. is the it is the first Resident Evil game where I feel like I was in it. No, I'm not Ethan, who's the, the main character, but I felt like I was there experiencing it all with this person. And that's, number one, not something I would have expected out of the seventh Resident Evil. Number two, I never would have expected the seventh Resident Evil would be my number one game of the year. Like, I thought Resident Evil was just done for me as a concept with Resident Evil 6 but Resident Evil 7 I think is the most surprising in how good it is it is the most groundbreaking in how it utilizes VR despite the fact that it doesn't use like motion controls which I wish it did I wish they patched like the aim controller into it or
1: something like that but is there a use for it I mean did you like there's a shotgun at one point
0: yeah there's a shotgun like I I don't know like like, how would you play that some kind of motion controls I think would be good yeah if you have the opportunity
1: to do that, I think using the move controllers would make more sense. Yeah, To be probably. able to use like a flashlight and like a handgun at the same time, or, or just, swipe with your knife, yeah. or all that kind of. For
0: sure, yeah, yeah I, I can agree with that. But it still works. It, it worked for me very much so. Like it is just like I remember sitting there and playing that game, and the part where you walk up the stairs. And, like, Mia had gone up ahead of you, like, right towards the beginning. Yeah. And you start hearing really creepy noises. And I just turned around and walked back, because I'm like, I can't deal with (laughs) this right now. I am
2: truly amazed you ever finished that game without someone holding your hand the whole time.
0: And and eventually I built up the the thicker skin of, like, okay, I know this is going to be terrifying, but it's just a video game. (laughs) (laughs) Or is it? (laughs) The fact that all of this is something that could happen to me with a video game is
2: not something that i knew could happen and that's yeah. why resident evil is my number one so right on. just i mean i only played the demo but that was like the most impressive vr thing i saw all year yeah. even over skyrim yeah like, yeah i feel like just the atmosphere of it and
0: yeah it, it it they really knocked it out of the park with that and the fact that it like it doesn't feel like they just tacked on vr as the experience. No, I
1: mean they built it around the game. Like they yeah. built or they built the game around VR. Like it wasn't just like an afterthought. Yeah. So. so cool. That's my number one. Brian, you don't know my number one. Alex
2: does. Do you have a guess for what it is? Your number one. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Origins.
1: Nope. Alright. It's <laughs> Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. That's my number one. Uh, this is a game again. I'm gonna. S- I've said this so many times. This is a game that I thought was going to be complete shit, like just garbage. And I, as soon as the idea was announced, I was like, "Are you joking? Like nobody's going to want to play that? It's the stupidest shit I've ever heard." Rabbits are the most annoying video game character in the world. Uh, this game blew my mind. I did not expect to have so much fun. I still haven't beaten it. I should should preface with that. It, I didn't. I never expected this game to be as fun and enjoyable and incredible as it is. And it's funny, and the story is good, and the characters are fun. And the again, this challenge of like finding the finesse. That's like the that's that's going to be my key word this year for 2017. Is like finesse. Like having the figuring out the finesse of using your characters to create combos and do the things you want to do to complete the battle in the least amount of time possible without losing any characters.
2: I'm so glad 2017 almost over, so you can find a new word. Yeah, I'm already sick of this word. Yeah, it's fine. It, anyways,
1: <laughs> that it's just so good. It's so well put together, and it's a shitload of fun, and I love everything about it.
0: Huh. Yeah, it, that it certainly is one of my. It just
1: it blew me away. Like I didn't. I don't think anybody expected it to be that good. And it, again, like seeing was it was it E3 or which which. Uh, I think it was E3 where the the developer the developer like the was like crying, was crying because, because Mel
0: was on stage talking about his game how
1: amazing it was yeah. and and I that's I mean I think everybody was like holy shit like maybe we fucked up and you did if you didn't pick up this game on your Switch you fucked up because yeah. it is a fantastic
2: game I was just gonna borrow it at some point it's a it, well it, and now
1: it, there's now it's competitive like you can now they're adding the ability for you to fight your friends like using is your that team
2: local or just I don't know I'm not sure since since Nintendo
1: both. pushed back their the final release of the online platform until next <laughs> year uh who, who knows? knows but it's it's just it's great it does have a couch co-op mode too which is a lot of fun I played that with Megan uh we really enjoyed that uh it has a lot of different like you know game modes and challenges and difficulty levels and it's just a fun game and it looks great and it's funny. Like, I can't, like, I thought, again, I thought the rabbits were the stupidest characters ever created in video games and the way they, they, morphed into what they are because of their combination with Mario is hilarious to me, so...
0: Well, and the fact that, like, Nintendo has been notoriously careful about the dilution of their brands... Yeah, oh, for sure. The idea that they were gonna make a game with Mario and Rabbids just sounded like the most asinine backwards decision they could ever make.
1: I probably should have done more research into it because I want to know whose idea it was. Yeah,
0: but but the fact that it, like... (sighs) Came together and is as good as it is, and it doesn't feel like a cheapening of the Mario characters. And even like there's stuff. Did you hit the the opera boss? I don't think so. I don't remember where I left off. I haven't I haven't played it yet, but I heard the Giant Bomb guys
1: talking about it. I'm, I think I'm like halfway through the game.
0: There's there's a rabid boss that sings opera, but he's the only one that speaks English in the entire game. And as, like, in the opening cinematic to his battle and during his battle, he's just making fun of Mario games the whole time. <laughs> like, he he's ripping on Mario as a character. <laughs> That's awesome. And it's incredible that Nintendo would allow it to happen and that it works as well as it does. And, like, it's just, the game is really, really good. And it would have been in my top ten. It's one of my honorable mentions for yeah. sure. So, it's it's very good.
1: You should, you should be ashamed of yourself for not getting it Brian. for someone who
0: likes XCOM. I yeah. feel like oh, for
1: sure. Yeah, but I, I
2: still haven't finished XCOM two. Yeah, fuck that. But anyway, I don't know if it's, I the, the,
0: it's so good. Man. The, if there were so many games that came out this year that I get like all of us had to make choices. Yeah. But like my own Rabbids, I think is there, something
2: that you you need to play at some point. There was something else that came out around. Yeah. I Think that I chose instead. Yeah. Yeah, that I was. Remember
0: what. It was like August timing or some. I'll take a look at it and try to figure it out real quick. But um, Oh, it's because
2: Destiny was going to come out, I think. Like two weeks later or something? I think you're yeah. right. I don't know. I'll have the answer in a second. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, so that's our top fives. Now we've got a bunch of superlatives. So, okay, here's the thing.
0: With the revelation of your top five, I know that one of my answers is wrong. Okay, I, you have 80%. 80%. Okay, I do also have second guesses, but they don't need to count towards that 80%. Okay. All right, so.
1: So, we'll start at the top here. Best free game. Anybody? Brian? You yeah, want to guess? You, did you? Do you I want to guess? You don't have any bearing? Fortnite I, Battle Royale. I put Fortnite as you well. You are correct. If, if, right.
0: if,
2: if you own a console or a PC and you don't have Fortnite, you're an idiot. Yeah. This game is amazing. I chose to not make that category, but I thought about it, and that would have been it. Yeah,
1: and I mean I was it was inspired by Nico. Thanks again, Nico, for your help with that one, because I think you're the one you texted me about that or something. I don't recall exactly how you contacted me, but you said we should have best free game. That is my best free game. There yeah. like there are a lot of free games this year, especially if you have P S plus or Xbox Gold. Yeah. I didn't those know. Those count if we were but they don't count necessarily. Yeah. Regardless if they did count, this is the best free game. Because if you want to play any form of like PUBG but not PUBG this is it and it's so polished and perfect and you should be playing it if you're not. So that is my best free game. The biggest letdown. We do- okay, we're just
2: going to run through yeah. all of your superlatives. Yeah,
1: cuz this is the contest and the Well, we I'll just over throw mine
2: eyes. in too cuz I have that category. Okay, what's what's
1: your biggest letdown? Mass Effect Andromeda. Mine too. Woo! All right. Air what's
0: high five. M- what's
1: my biggest letdown? Destiny 2. You are correct. As we discussed uh, shortly before. Uh, Destiny 2, the metaphor I came up with is it's like getting a three year supply of all you can eat pancakes and getting two months in and being sick of them.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: That says a lot because pancakes are amazing. I fucking
1: love Mm -hmm. pancakes. I love any kind of breakfast food, to be honest with you. And the fact, like, I love Destiny and I still love Destiny, but this game, and it just seems to keep getting worse. (laughs) It's like. the community is toxic and awful, and I hate... Ev- like, everyone who just sits online and complains about it, just stop fucking playing the game. Just stop playing the game. That's it. That's all You, you want to teach Bungie a lesson? Stop playing the game. Yeah. I don't know why you're still playing it. I don't get it. So just stop. That's yeah, my biggest Corey. letdown. <laughs> uh, you guys know this one already, too. Best 2015 game of 2017. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I have that category, too. Yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> what, what's what's the game, guys? Tom S- Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we were man. late to the show on this so one. So late to the show. Thing. I would also say this is the game I've had the most fun playing multiplayer this year. This Even game, over Friday the 13th and PUBG. It is no longer on sale, I don't think, mm. but... If it does go on sale
1: again, and it probably will because the year three stuff is coming out soon, you should buy this game if you don't have it. It is awesome. It is... Especially if you have a group of people to play with. You know, shout out to Gladys. If you don't have a group to play with, don't get it.
2: Play with us. Or play with us, yeah. Because... It's just fun in a group. and I I can't imagine just playing with random people. No. It would not be fun. It's no. not fun. They vote you out. They team kill you. Yeah. They teabag you. Yeah. They're, Don't play yeah. it with randos. This Find also goes friends. in the category of... Game I've seen the most teabagging in ever. If you're, if it you're considering a part of life in this game, let, everybody does it. Let's put it this way: if
1: you're considering buying the hundred dollar game of the year edition of it, don't do that. Buy tw- buy five copies of the twenty dollar version and give them to four of your friends for sure. That is like you. That is the only way to play this game. It is amazing. We the videos that we've made from it, even though they're like thirty second, you know, sixty second clips. Some of the funniest shit we've yeah. ever seen in games. Uh, again, I, I want to shout out Gladish and Zach and Mike and Corey uh, for being you know bros yeah. and playing along with us because like and it, it, we had to beat it out of Corey. Gladish had to beat it out of us to get this game. Corey's yeah. the
2: one that makes all the video clips funny, yeah. because he just has <laughs> the best laugh track for it every time. Him,
1: him and Alex's laugh is like, oh yeah. my god. I was crying so hard.
0: I or knew just we were. All the
2: oh, dude! I re- I <laughs>
0: replayed
1: the the clip of Corey shooting the hostage for Megan to see, and she was like, "Who's crying?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just too funny. It's on our YouTube for people to see. But God damn,
2: did he yep. destroy oh, so that he destroyed that, that hostage. Yeah,
1: you're three for three right now. All right, best use of VR is my next category.
2: Um, I eh, I have a VR category. Basically, best VR game that. I own okay that counts. That played, What's your best VR game that I that I own that, that I you played, own that's not Resident Evil? 7. That's not Resident Evil Seven. <laughs> um, Robo Recall? It? Okay, I think it's just very well designed and it has the best like gun feel. Yeah. as far as using the touch controller. or just the best use of the touch controllers in general. Yeah, because um, you use like you can like actually grab and robots like move and move around them apart and, and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. The only thing I don't like about that game is it only has teleportation movement, but it mm. works because it's. It's more like a on rail kind of shooter, yeah. like, like House of the Dead almost, right, right. but except you, different directions you can see and stuff, and you can actually move. But yeah. Like a gallery shooter. What what the hell do they call those? Yeah, a rail shooter. Yeah. Not really a rail shooter. There's another term. i heard gallery it. shooter, too. Kind of like that, but it's yeah. it's pretty awesome, and it's hilarious. Arcade shooter. Yeah. Yes. There's scoring and all that fun right. stuff. Like combo point. Modifiers and all that. Did
1: you have a VR category?
2: Alex? Yeah, and it's the same as yours. Okay, it's Skyrim so VR.
0: Skyrim VR, yeah,
1: yeah for best sure. Best
2: VR experience. Or oh yeah. yeah, best use of VR. It's best amazing. Use of VR. It's yeah, VR best use of VR. Best VR. They experience. do more fully utilize VR than. Then I would Resident say Resident Evil. Evil. Yeah,
0: yeah. But it, it utilizes the motion aspect of it, but the game itself isn't really made made tuned to VR. Per se, like Resident Evil is, which I think the right. psychological effect of well, again, Resident Evil. This, that's why that would be above it for me. This but wasn't also
1: built around VR. This game was already made, and they added VR to it. Yes. So that's that's your difference. But it's also um, I just there's there's a post on Reddit this morning that was like, I bet Bethesda isn't making a new Elder Scrolls game because all everyone keeps saying is. I wonder what the next Skyrim is going to be like instead of, I wonder what the next Elder Scrolls is going to be like. (laughs) So they just keep finding ways to like tune Skyrim Skyrim. to make it bigger and better every which way. Uh, Yeah. I mean this, this game's awesome. The, the, it it's more or less what I would consider Bethesda's way of experimenting with VR to see what the what the next generation of like, games they create will be capable of. So for them to have this and Fallout and Doom and figure out which motion controls work best, which elements work best for which style of game, because all three of those games, despite being first-person games, play very differently. Yeah. So for them to be taking these chances with these franchises and figuring out a way to make VR work for them, I think it's just going to make them an even bigger powerhouse once VR really hits. I mean, VR is pretty much mainstream now. Once it really once they really take off, this is going to be setting the bar for them. So
0: Yeah, and if I had the opportunity to play Fallout VR, this it may have taken the spot, but I don't know. I, I simply am not sure because I have not yeah.
2: interacted with it at all. Um so. I I did really enjoy, as far as like VR implementations go, like a runner-up thing for me would be uh, Echo Arena. Okay, that was like the free multiplayer part of Lone Echo, which is one of the games that I wish I would have played this year. Yeah, but it never goes on sale, <laughs> and I'm cheap. But uh, we're all cheap. Yeah, the shit's Echo expensive. Arena is just crazy because I've never played. that's the only like VR zero gravity game I've played. And it's just like a weird feeling and the controls are just awesome. And uh, yeah, it is multiplayer and has like full like 3D positional sound. So like somebody's talking to you, you can tell where they're talking from Mm -hmm. and you can push off walls and there's momentum for that. And it's, it's just, it's pretty cool. Speaking
0: of, we need to really sit down and have a day. Like we should pick a day.
2: And play Bridge Crew and Rec Room. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that would be... Those would both be good VR experiences for us, I'm sure.
1: My experience in Rec Room has been a little disturbing (laughs) thus far. (laughs) Yeah, you told us about
2: it. I I don't know if I can go back. (laughs) Well, if you're you're pretending to jerk off in a circle with your friends and your brother, it's a little less weird, (laughs) right? (laughs) I guess. I mean, it's... (laughs) It's just like growing up all over again.
3: Maybe that's Did I say that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
1: Moving along. Uh, we already went over this one, too, previously uh, this this morning here. The best here. indie. The best
2: indie game. Brian, do you have a best indie game? Yeah, Dead Cells. Dead Cells. Yeah, that's a good choice. I had so much fun with that in the couple hours that I played. <laughs> yeah, that's like a runner-up for but me. I had to, like, take. I had to basically force myself to stop playing to go to sleep yeah and i just didn't go back to it because i wanted to play other stuff yeah but i always keep thinking like oh dead cells yeah fun
0: i personally i i haven't played enough of it but i know how good it is and it's cuphead like cuphead i don't know that i'm ever gonna go back to it and try to play more of it yeah i tried to play a little bit last night and it it, it the game just kicks your ass so hard but <laughs> it's so good It like for being a side-scroller, like anybody who's into side-scrollers and like shmups and, and that kind of thing, I think Cuphead has not only some of the greatest gameplay, but the art direction of it, the music is fantastic. Like the Cuphead soundtrack hit the top charts for, for jazz really? this year. Yeah. That's awesome. So <laughs> it's like, it, it, the music is really good all of it is, is I should it's pick a fantastic that up. package. I know it's
2: just going to make me super angry, but I kind of just want to look and li- at it and listen to it.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I think if you walk into it being like super serious about it, like you got to be willing to die many, many, many times and just try to learn from each time that
2: you die. Right.
1: Um but yeah,
2: well, Dead Cells definitely involves a lot of dying. Yes, it does. But you get something out of it every time, mm-hmm. I feel. So,
1: there There was yeah. a Reddit post that said, press F to pay respects or whatever, Yeah,
2: and it had uh, the dude's Steam
1: achievement block of uh, Demon Souls Dark, Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3, all 100%ed, and then Whoa. Cuphead 100%. <laughs> Is that and real? I, yeah, and I was like, that's ridiculous. That's fantastic. <laughs> so, and then, and the then those first the must top, be the only games they own. The top yeah. comment was, so Bloodborne? What? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, my best indie game... It can't
2: be Demon Souls. ...is Hob. They don't yep. have that on PC.
1: Hob is fantastic. Maybe it wasn't Demon's Souls then. I don't remember. <laughs> this was Reddit like in, like three hours ago. Hob it's is... photoshopped. I know Hob is made by Runic Games. It is a puzzle platformer. It is awesome. It is beautiful. There is zero dialogue and speech and text in the Seems entire game. Seems like a perfect game. world for you. Oh, it's amazing. There's no people. It's all <laughs> nobody uh, talks to you. <laughs> Creatures and robots and golems and things like that. It's just a very well put together game. And again, I want to pour some out for Runic Games for having to fold. But I know the two main guys at Runic that worked on Torchlight now have their own uh, company. Sweet. So they they just now oh, they're a true true indie a true indie yeah they they chose to to get out from under the umbrella of the Chinese chi- Chinese Chinese Chinese. Chinese. I can't talk. <laughs> Giant Chinese the corporation that they were working for. Yeah. Chinese. <laughs> Chinese. <laughs> did you just shoot Slurpee out of your nose? I hope you did.
0: I was trying to prevent myself from doing so.
1: Oh, boy. God, it's like the middle of the day. What the hell's wrong with Alex's me? Alex's <laughs> tears. Oh. <laughs> So that that's my best indie game. Hob it will probably go on sale until the end of time. At this point, it is on every console and PC. I highly recommend everyone spend some money and get it because it's
0: beautiful and fun to play. Dead Sales is really good. Golf Story is also really good. Yeah, that's. I still that
1: need to pick that up. Year. I got. I, I chose. Uh, I, I chose Star Ocean Valley or Star. What Stardew Valley. Stardew Star Valley.
3: <laughs> <I'm> mixing, <laughs> That'd be a cool game. I'm mixing
1: my games now. Yeah, Stardew Valley. I chose Stardew Valley over Golf Story at the time yeah. when I was broke, so uh, I kind of regret that decision. Because yeah. I like golf games more than I like life. Sims. It'll go on
0: sale at some point, and yeah. it's really good. I think they patched any of the bugs that people were having issues with out of it too. So
1: yeah. So you, you're five for five at this point. Yeah. This though, is well, this even is though two of them were pretty much dead. Three of them were dead giveaways at this point. This is this is where it gets tougher. And I guess I have a second guess
0: for most infuriatingly fun game as All well. Right. But do,
1: do you either of you have a your own superlative that is in line with that? I do. Did you do that one, Brian? He didn't look at my list of superlatives. Yeah, um, I
2: Destiny Two is my game. I wish I spent less time playing. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it goes in that category. Okay. That counts.
0: Uh, I put Splatoon 2, because that game can just get on my nerves sometimes, but I have so yeah. much fun
2: playing it. I have that in a different category, because okay. I couldn't come up... That was the game that I forgot to list here. oh here. Okay. So I was like, ah, okay. uh, that's yeah, my a ton uh, ton of that. <laughs> favorite twi- uh, Switch shooter, yeah, like Nintendo yeah. Switch Shooter. <laughs>
0: Uh, we'll just put it in that category. My, that 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 is my second guess for what I put for you, Jeff. What's your first guess? My first guess was Puyo Puyo Tetris.
1: Your second guess was the right answer. Okay. Splatoon Two is the most infuriatingly fun game I've played all year. It is a shitload of fun, but I'll I'll be damned if it isn't like super frustrating to play that game.
0: Yeah.
2: So the, the Salmon Run mode is frustrating for me at times, but the the regular multiplayer yeah. not too much. Tim just pretty, got it it's yesterday. It's the most relaxing shooter that so I've. So we played. could get a whole team rolling. We should we
0: should hop in and play some some salmon run with him. Yeah, using that terrible terrible Nintendo app.
2: <laughs> oh yes, most disappointing app <laughs> of the year. <laughs> uh, most infuriating game.
1: Infuriating, just period. Yeah. Period. What it's, What it's was the not... most anger inducing, hatred filled game you've played all year? Long? I have. I have one.
2: Do you have one, Brian? I don't know. I, everything pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Probably probably Wolfenstein 2, which is too. on my list as my favorite single-player shooter that I played this year. Nice. <laughs> okay. okay. But also most infuriating. Yeah. Like I just got pissed. I was so into wanting to know what happened that I turned it all the way to the easiest mode, which basically makes it near impossible to die. Yeah. And I just blew through everybody And I felt like a superhuman And it was so much more fun like that Yeah, nice But it was not challenging at all that way (laughs) Yeah. Um, Sometimes it was Like trying to figure out where the fuck to go In some of those levels is a challenge in itself My
0: most infuriating
2: game Was PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds
0: (laughs) Yeah Okay. Fuck that game (laughs) It's great, but it's terrible I just I don't know What's mine, Alex?
1: Yours is Friday the 13th. Oh, yes, sure. it is. <laughs> Definitely the most infuriating
2: game. I totally forgot about that. I'm, I'm I, never playing that game ever again. I blocked out this time when. Yeah. <laughs> somebody said something about you yep. it,
1: that's not even what did it though it was just like the controls and all the team killing and people helping Jason and shit. <laughs> but it, like, it wasn't
2: like Willie saying this is the worst no, it, was, game. It, was, it, was, it was it was Nick, Nick. It, was it was Nick, Nick okay, who was okay, like Nick. John can't
1: possibly be
2: this bad at this game <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> that was that was the phrase that is forever burned into my brain but that's not the, that's not the reason it's infuriating there there are various reasons this game is infuriating Uh and I don't blame Nick for me hating the game. I can't.
0: I can't recommend it to people that don't have like a full group to play it with, because like those were certainly the best experience. Oh, for I sure. Well, we
1: had a full eight team going. Like it was awesome, and I and it was fun. Still infuriating in its own ways. Yeah. But yeah, playing with randos and just like the team killing like is that the worst one kid.
2: Yeah. He healed
1: you because...
0: Because I got you into like, his cabin. Yeah. Like, what the
1: hell? This is my cabin. I'm looting this cabin,
0: <laughs> so I'm going to kill like, you. Hey, this is my cabin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's I still have fun playing it with Willy and Gojo. Yeah. Like, we, we'll run into issues of people being assholes, but that happens. Yeah. So.
1: K- to each their own this uh cup of tea is not for me i can't
0: blame you for putting it as your most infuriating game like i i i can totally see that yeah
1: all right so and my next category is the best example of an all-around good game do you have a most well-rounded game
0: brian i so my my guess my first guess for you john was neo Okay. But I didn't know that was on your top ten. Okay. So that I, I can
2: that one that one I can still mark as wrong. For me, it would be a tie between two games in my top five. And okay. that would be Zelda and Horizon. Okay.
1: Okay, and then do you have one that's not in your top five that you would also consider giving that
2: just all around yeah. great game, whatever?
1: Yeah. That you haven't said yet?
0: I've got two guesses for you, John.
1: Okay. Not really. What's what's your second
0: guess? My second guess was Super Mario Odyssey. Okay, and what's your next? guess? My next guess was Assassin's
1: Creed. Origin. Okay, it's Super Mario Odyssey. Okay, the, it, Super Mario Odyssey is the best example of a good game.
2: It is a it is a it is so good in every way, shape, and form. I guess it would be a three way tie because you're right. It's very, it's like perfectly designed in my opinion. There's but nothing
1: it's just... wrong with that game. It is it's it's just it is exactly what it needs to be and it it, it is the epitome of a Mario uh. game and I like everything about it, but I just didn't want to put it in my top five because I had other games that I felt had more of an impact on me as a game player. I this is one of the only games I actually did beat. Mm. Not a hundred percent, but did beat this game, so I think that's worth noting. The um, bullet
2: controls when you take over a bullet, that's the only thing that's not designed well. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up.
1: I, I know where you're coming from, but I don't necessarily agree with you. So
0: My biggest non-issue of mechanics in the game are the bullet controls in Super Mario Odyssey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we made a plaque for that
0: one.
2: That game actually infuriated me at times. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're at your 80% well, I, right now. I,
0: uh, my, my best example of an all-around good game was Uncharted Lost Legacy. Okay, it's yeah. really good, through and through. Uh, it does some interesting things with the Uncharted formula. It's got amazing music, great performances, fun gameplay, not super frustrating like every other Uncharted, except for four, maybe. So it, I think that is a very well-rounded right. game.
1: You have to get these last two in order to get
0: yeah, your 80%. I feel, f- I feel somewhat confident in the couch co-op. I feel... Also slightly confident in the game you want to Oh, I know play. what
2: the couch co op one is. Absolutely. I think I do. Too. I could tell you. What okay, it do is. you have a best couch co op game for yourself first? No, I have a co op category, but it's not couch co op. Okay, like, what's my your best, best co op co op game of the year is Ghost, Recon, Wildlands okay. for sure. Mm. It's a ton of fun with friends. Yeah. I
1: still need to get my copy back from Jason.
2: I didn't I put as much in time into it as I wanted to, but like every moment i played was either hilarious or just fun
0: yeah yeah i uh mine it's not really co-op well it's not really co-op i went more with the couch side of things and i just really love jackbox four okay that's it's a lot of fun it came out pretty late in the game but um doesn't matter really good times still this year yeah all right what's
2: mine uh, I put snipper clips. That's what I would have guessed. Snipper clips. Yeah, I enjoyed that game a lot. The game like, is a shitload if, of fun. If I owned it, I would have said that was my favorite yeah. couch co-op experience. But.
1: It's a ton of fun. It's had a bunch of updates, so there's even more levels now. I think there's now
0: DLC for the game. Yeah, too. that too.
1: It's it's fantastic. It is a ton of fun to play with another person. It it is that could have been also considered a most infuriatingly fun game to play because it's one of those games where like if the other person isn't doing the thing you think they should be doing your head you start getting angry with them so
2: can you do four yeah. people with that yes just, yeah oh, okay. yeah
1: you can do four people so can you do three people yeah
0: yeah okay. yeah and there's different it gives you different chance like it changes the yeah, it changes the challenge on based on the number of people that. that are playing
1: so like that's it that, like when i was playing with megan and i'd be like you need to do this and she was like not doing exactly what i was looking for i noticed my my like stress level rising, <laughs> and just being like, this is why I don't play co-op games. <laughs> but it was a ton of fun. It is a great game. It's awesome for families and friends to sit down and play and to work together, and I highly recommend it. I think it's only 20 bucks, maybe.
0: Yeah, it's it's worth every penny, yeah. even at full price. I played it with Nicole, and I think Nicole got frustrated with it mostly because, like, I don't know if she was... Thinking that I was expecting her to be like fantastic out it out of the gate, which I'm not. Yeah, like, I, I don't know, but I maybe at some point we can give it another try, and, and she'll have more fun with it if she knows that I'm not like stressing out about it too much or something. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah,
1: so all right, this is the the this last the final one. one. This is the game I wish I had played. Brian, do you have one of those
2: game you wish you had played? Yeah. Well, I, what is I yours? Have games that I wish I would have played more. Okay like I did actually pick them up but I didn't I picked them up too late. Okay. But they all came out this year. Um Divinity Original Sin 2 definitely top of that list. But okay. that is a big game and it's really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, but it, it i heard how awesome it is. I can tell how awesome it is. Like I I was like cracking up so many times with the dialogue and stuff. Yeah. It's just really well written and the characters are super cool. I mean, you you're, you can roll an undead character, like, as your main character if okay. you want. That's awesome. And, but, yeah. And then, like, you, can, it's funny, like, every time you get, like, a party character added, you, you get the choice of just telling them you're undead, you know, breaking the news to them or, like, pretending that you're not and stuff like that. <laughs> and But all the characters are like, yeah, we know. We get it. You're, we're cool with it. It's oh. really obvious you're fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> But it's funny every time. But then um, Prey, which I, I didn't pick that up right away because I didn't like the demo too much, but I kept reading about it. And I know I would like that game, but it's just really hard to just get into. Like yeah. Once I get into it, it'll probably suck me in, like games like that have done in the past, like Dishonored and System Shock and stuff. Okay. Um, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins doesn't suck me in for some reason, but I enjoy it. It's just like I can't like keep playing it for too long. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I'm like, kind of the same way. I, like I, I just again hitting those like those walls. Yeah, I just want to. I want to know what happens. Just totally tell agreed. Just let me play the fucking story. That's that is the worst decision in that game is
0: to put roadblocks in the story. Yeah, for sure. Like I think I think the 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 side quests are interesting enough for me to want to check them out. So the fact that they would like force you to play through some of them, right, in order to be a high enough level to interact with things, I think was an issue for me. But maybe if I would have played it from the standpoint of like maybe I just need to go and become like level forty two, and then I can get on with the story. Yeah, maybe that's how I should have done it. But
1: you know, do you have any more, Brian?
2: Um, I did pick up, I guess, uh, that Hellblade games. Okay, Senwa's Send- 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 sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, that one. I picked that up, I started playing it, meaning I just w- looked and watched the intro, and then as soon as I was actually able to play, I stopped playing. Yeah, that's... <laughs> but it's it's very interesting to me, like, from what I read about it and what I've experienced so far. That's, um,
0: that's on my list of games I wish I played in 2017. What
2: Remains of Edith Finch was on my list, but I knocked that out in one short evening, so that's no longer on my list of things I wish I would have played, but that is the best... Uh,
3: Walking simulator type game. I think yeah. I've
2: ever played, just because of the. Maybe I was just too drunk or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a very emotional reaction from that game. It was it was a good story. Brian's tears. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. At the end, it was like two or three in the morning. Beautiful. You know? <laughs> Brian's just <laughs> <a> couple <laughs> drunk. <laughs> too many <boring>. into my <laughs> CBS. <laughs> too many old fashions. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Beautiful.
1: Alex, what is your game you wish you had played?
0: Uh, I had a few of them. The one that I, like, listed as officially being in here was Wolfenstein 2, because I know that people have been talking about it so much, and a lot of the crazy choices that the, that the game makes yet pulls off. It's, yeah. Like,
2: I've heard it gets very crazy and silly and... Very crazy. Insane. Like, so. beyond what I expected. Yeah, so, I mean, right out the gate, it is shocking. But yeah. then... There are moments later on, like you don't really know where it's going to go, and where it goes is awesome and strangely hopeful toward the end, Hmm. which is good because it gets really depressing and dark. Yeah, and well, just around the whole
0: conversation of the Nazism in this country. That too, I mean,
2: the whole overtone of it is like, I mean, outside of the crazy technology that's in the game that makes it just absurd. Yeah. uh, yeah, it, it really feels like it's very relevant. Yeah. Like, I could totally see a world like that happening in our lifetime. So that, yeah,
0: that's kind of why that took the cake of games I wish I played. But also, um, <laughs> I put. A 2016 game in the games I wish I played in 2017, and that, <laughs> that would be Hitman. <laughs> I still that that was one of the games I wish I played I, last I year. I guess
2: I would have to agree with you now that I've experienced the demo, and I only played like the tutorial part of the demo. and yeah. it's a blast. It like I've played I played through the first and the second Hitman games, part of Blood Money, part of uh, Absolution. Absolution. They all had like really shitty-feeling controls, yeah. but they were fun games, Yeah, um, and just dumb ragdoll things. Yep. <laughs> but this game feels real tight. Like, and it feels exactly the way it should. And I, like, I've heard nothing but good things Everything about it. Everything just works. I have a copy
0: of it. I'm just sad that I haven't played any of it yet. Yeah.
2: If the, the full thing goes on sale, then I'll probably pick it up. But beyond that, I think there's more than enough content in the... The demo that they released for free, or the holiday special. Yeah. The, that'll that keep me entertained.
0: I had more than enough. Like, I was fully willing and ready to hop into Persona 5, but there was just so much stuff that came out this year that it was. I do want to try that. that I game. did not choose. And then also, Hellblade was, was on my list as well, from the things that I hear yeah. that it does with, like, portraying mental illness to the player when you wear headphones and play the game.
2: Yeah, I do. Pl- I play pretty much all my PC games with headphones for some reason. So,
0: so John's game he wishes he played. My guess, my guess was the Surge.
3: You fucking nailed it!
0: <laughs> wow,
1: you nailed it! Yeah, boy. I should have put it. At, I should have made a hundred percent the deal. <laughs> Because I gave away like a ton of them ahead of time. That well, was my but, bad. But,
2: but, but I didn't. Does like, that mean to, I get my six honest. bucks back too? Yeah, you'll get your six bucks.
3: Back.
0: To, to be honest, I didn't change. I didn't change any of the. Like I, there were no actual changes. Yeah. Like I made most of these last night. The only two right. that I put in now. You gave me Friday the Thirteenth. That's the only one that you straight up gave me with the way that you said oh, it.
1: Hob. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And Rainbow Six Siege was pretty much a dead giveaway, kind
2: too. Of.
0: It was, even though
1: we labeled the category wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: I <laughs> just it came out last year. <laughs> yeah. Close, yeah. December. But, uh... I, I guess there are more really, games I December, wish I would have I guess that's the thing,
0: because if this is... Like, if year two came, it, it was, like, the year of 2017, year one was 2015... No, 2016... I right. don't know. Anyway, yeah. like, whatever. It doesn't matter.
2: Well, year two just ended recently, and then they start. They started the year three pass, but nothing has come out for year three. I don't think yet. Well, except for if you're a VIP, if you buy,
1: if you buy the year thing, year three thing now, you get early access to the operators. Yeah, yeah.
2: but I don't think any of the operators have been released. I, I I've I've heard... thought one of them was, but I don't. I haven't oh. seen any. Yeah, well, it. anyway, it, like, yeah.
1: I don't the know. The Surge is a game I wish I would have played because it's basically Dark Souls but sci-fi. Sci-fi,
0: yeah. I I really want to give it a try too still. It sounds but... really
1: interesting because a lot of the robots that you attack, like if you target particular items like different appendages on them, you can then add them to like your exosuit to get the ability that that particular appendage has and things like that. <laughs> like that it sounds just awesome. sounds really really cool and it looked like a really awesome game. I just haven't had a chance to get it. I think I may end up picking it up on PC so I have something yeah. newer to
0: I play heard the on PC. My PC. Ones the best. I so, uh, wonder if good. it's on, stale, on sale on sale on the stale.
1: Stale sale. Yeah. Anyways, that so are there any additional superlatives
2: that you guys want to I guess I could add to more games that I wish I would have played that I didn't pick up at all. Yeah. I have a and couple look, too. Because you reminded that's... me about Persona Five. I was really curious about that and I was on the fence but I was like there's no way I'm going to have time to play this game. Exactly. And with all the stuff that yeah, was Yeah. I wanted to on. pick and then up Near I wish I would have played that too. Yep.
1: Nier's on my list of that too and so is um Xenoblade Chronicles. Like, I wanted to pick up that. Yeah. I have... I've heard so many bad things about it, though, so I'm kind of reluctant, but at the same time, it just makes me curious to know how there bad it actually kind of is. There was
0: kind of an initial backlash, but I think people have kind of backed off, and I've heard, like, there are people having a good time I with think it was game. one of the
1: guys on... It might have been Replay, or it might have been on split screen, but they were like, I'm 30 hours in, and I think I've just finished all the tutorials. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that yeah, that's the thing. No, he's probably not done yet, because I'm pretty certain there was somebody that I heard there were still things that they were learning about 40 hours into the game. That's insane to me. But I don't, I like, I think the game is just kind of like, it's complicated, but it's kind of, it, it at least takes the time to teach you all of the things that right. it wants you to, you know. But anyway. Any other? I, I just wanted to run through, like, so my honorable mentions, and I guess what. I didn't realize it probably would have made my, or would have been my full top 10. Uh, I had Neo, Splatoon 2, Horizon Zero, Dawn, Uncharted, and Mario and Rabbids. That's kind of the rest of my, what could have been on the top 10, but wasn't, or top 5, but wasn't. Uh, But other than that, I don't think I really had anything else.
1: Cool.
2: Um, Best Sonic game, Sonic Mania from this year. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good... Uh, a yeah, because the other Sonic have. game was like... Shooty, Duty. platformer, throwback game. Right. I don't know. I enjoyed that one. Wonder Boy the Dragon's Trap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm surprised you didn't even mention that game. It's, it's fun, but it's not that fun.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> is the search... The search is on Steam, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. What the fuck?
1: It won't come up. Maybe I can pull it up on my laptop.
0: Um, But...
1: Or iPad.
0: Yeah, I. Uh, it, it, it was a good year for video games. Too good. For sure. Like, uh, I don't know that I have wanted to play this many games in a particular year. So it's, yeah, it's kind of. It's
1: been particularly awesome.
0: Yeah. Right now, the Surge is $20. The oh, Complete wow. Edition On is, Steam? is $30. Yeah. I'm buying that right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, like literally, I'm actually doing it as we speak. Um, but. Yeah, I, I I'm very happy with video games in 2017. I'm happy with the varied experiences that we had. Uh, I guess here's the thing: we should. I, I I think we should try and decide. I think we did it last year, and it ended up being The Witness because it was both on our top tens. Oh,
1: Fallout Four is only 15 bucks on PC right now.
0: But what what would be the M- Midwest game nerds' game of the year? for this year. Yeah. Like, I guess if there's any game that's on all three of our lists, it would be Breath of the Wild. But, like, yeah. I think you could make arguments for Neo.
2: I think we could make arguments for Super Mario. For the sake of I think stepping if John out... John had played Horizon Zero Dawn, it might have been on his list.
1: For For the sake of stepping out of the, the box of... Every
2: other gaming publication in the world, I
1: refuse to choose Breath of the Wild as game of the year, despite it being a really amazing game. I honestly like I would ha- out of the, out of, the, out of the, all, the, all the games on my list, I'd have to choose Neo to be like our game of the year because it was a game that we all played that we all really enjoyed. That none of us were expecting. Yeah, yeah. it blew us all away. I mean, that's it. It sure. that would be what I would consider Unofficial, our game of the year.
2: unanimous.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is that it's not in my top five, but it certainly would have been in my top 10. For sure. And, uh, and it, like, I, 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 I like you, like, I didn't want to be like, oh, it's Breath of the Wild because clearly it's on all of our lists. Like, yeah. I think Breath of the Wild has gotten a great deal of recognition, but. But it wasn't um, number one on
2: any of our lists. Mad, no, it wasn't.
1: Mad Max is also six seventy nine right now on Steam. If you Ooh.
2: haven't picked that yeah, up, there's I would, there's a good Steam it. sale going on. I really don't yeah, need everybody. to know about it. It's killing it right now. So
0: uh the year to come. The year of our Lord twenty eighteen. Uh so
1: Lord Tachanka.
0: Yeah, Lord Lord Tichanka's year of twenty eighteen. The <laughs> the the year of Tichanka, as it is known. Um I think kind of what it what it comes down to here, things that we've talked about, things that we're doing. Um, I think we're going to try and make a more concerted effort to swear less on the show, clean it up a little bit. I think really, I'm the only one that swears
3: a
2: lot, <laughs> so I'm going to try <laughs> I, to stop it. It depends doing on that. what the subject is, honestly. Yeah,
0: I'm guilty. But uh, I think that's something we're going to try to do. We're also going to try and, and keep ourselves to an hour, uh, and maybe be a little more disciplined in that way. Complete
1: edition is thirty dollars
0: of the surge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said twenty. The no, I said the normal edition is twenty. The oh, complete okay. edition is thirty. Um, but we want to try and make the show as big and, and marketable as it can be, and I think those are things that should we tell everyone what we're doing in April. Oh, we're going to PAX in April. Yeah, so that's gonna be fun. We're gonna. I've got a. I've got a little recorder guy that I'm gonna take with us. So we can maybe sit down and talk to some people that we come across if if we wish. If we want to kind of talk to some devs about their indies in the yep. indie mega booth or uh, stuff like that. But I think that's gonna be a fun experience for us. Um, we're
1: gonna try and. Podcasts, or at least do some kind of live stream or something at the end of the nights, maybe to like discuss the day's events or whatever. Yeah. Uh,
2: Pax East,
0: to be yes, more yes, in specific. April. Um, so that'll be that'll be a fun experience, something new and different for us to do. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't really know that there's too much to say. I personally want to make more of an effort. I know that this goes against everything that I just said. I want to make more of an effort to buy less games. <laughs> Because I need to spend less money. Yes. And it was well, really hard this year to not buy everything. You have a lot of buy games this
2: year to still play next year. I have a
0: lot of games from... Ever- I just bought fucking Jedi Power Battles on the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh I have a problem. If you haven't played that by now, it's just not worth playing, in my opinion.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Might PlayStation be
2: good. 1 games do not age very well.
0: They don't well. age very well, but I, I want to check it out still. But anyway, uh, so that... I'm gonna try to not let that affect my output on the show. I'm gonna try and maybe rent more of the more like the new games and so I can still be in the conversation um and i I think you guys should try to do that as well if you want to save a little money or if you want to weigh in on a game but you don't feel like you wanna buy it. Yeah, we have those options of red boxes and family videos and whatnot um but other than that, I think next up in January, we should do our most anticipated. Yes. Show. There are yeah. a
1: lot of good games coming out next year too. Yeah. So
0: in great, in a, in a couple weeks. of we'll try I
1: already know like what my most anticipated game is, but I'll hold out for the next episode. Mm. So
0: what do I get? If I can guess that one, <laughs> you probably already know. I've already talked about <laughs> another sandwich I, off the top of my head. I can't know, but I, I'd have to look at the list. But anyway, yeah, yeah I'll
1: buy you another sandwich. <laughs>
0: Um but yeah I think that's
1: about it. That's pretty much for it. 2017. Yeah. So thanks everybody listening uh for all of your support and appreciation of what we do. We we love hearing from you. Uh please do Email us at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com to get a hold of us. Don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcatchers. Uh, you can check out all the places we, you can listen to and watch the show at com slash links. And definitely, if you're not on Twitch, you probably should be if you're into games. you can Normally, these episodes are streamed live while we record them so that we can actually interact with you uh, listeners at the same time. Uh, so feel free to add us on Twitch and follow along.
0: We did get some feedback from Gladish. Oh, that's yeah. right, yeah. he did. Year stuff. So he said, you want feedback for the podcast? Instead, I give you my top 2017 list if you want another one. So he said, top five released in 2017. He's got Fortnite, Assassin's Creed Origins, For Honor, and then he said Horizon Zero Dawn slash Uncharted The Lost Legacy, and then Friday the 13th slash Wipeout Omega Collection. His top five played in 2017. He put The Last Guardian, Destiny 1, Rainbow Six Siege, Parentheses. thanks for finally buying it guys <laughs> the witcher 3 and battlefield 1 uh for most disappointing game of 2017 he put destiny 2 battlefront 2 and he said for obvious loot box shit, stupid gameplay changes d2 and simply greedy publishers and then he said his game of the year of 2017 is fortnite i'm surprised at how much fun it actually is and it's for free no dlc bullshit microtransactions are cosmetics only this game is made to be fun and for players to enjoy This year is full of disappointing games caused by the greed of big publishers and stupid decisions to make as much money as possible instead of making great games, which is why Fortnite is my game of the year for 2017. PS movie of the year, Star Wars The Last Jedi, because fuck you, haters.
3: (laughs)
1: All valid. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think those are good lists. For sure. for sure, yeah. No, again,
1: none any- of us, none of us
0: did anything with Four Honor though, which I think you know. You guys, you guys we, played a little bit of the beta, yeah. We did yeah. the beta, and
2: I, I just was not I feeling it. I enjoyed the beta. I just, uh, when it came down to it, though, I realized that if it was one of those games where if I didn't play every day, I wasn't going to have fun with Keep it up because with the- everyone is just going to be too good for me. Because there's a, a good. Level of skill in that, and it's not like like I've been playing shooters forever. I can take a break from a shooter and then go back to playing it and still be decent. Yeah, I can't do that with For Honor because it's too different. Yeah, so that's why I didn't pick it up. That's fair, but it's a cool game,
1: indeed. Yeah, thanks for the feedback, Gladish. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. We'll see you on R six. Uh, and again, oh, yeah. I'm just going to run over these links again. Before, uh, If you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. As always, please do send in feedback, MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. Thanks again to everybody for listening over the past year. We want to grow and get better next year, so please tell all your friends and family who play video games about our podcast and uh, tell them they can send it and talk to us too. We really do appreciate that. Uh, I had one of my customers slash friends from work hit me up this morning because his son is playing Breath of the Wild. Uh. Had beat Ganon, but because he is slightly on the spectrum with autism, didn't understand why uh, Ganon doesn't go away. Because you can keep playing uh, and keep yeah. beating him and everything, and I had to like walk him through all of that, uh, and he was very appreciative. And uh, if you're looking for that level of involvement in my life, I'm willing to give it to you. <laughs> uh, just uh, hit us up at MidwestGamers.com for sure. All right, thanks again, everybody, and we'll see you next year. Peace. Happy New Year.
3: Ooh.